question. You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. Church mirrors our hands. We're 15 cents. Mason Full Heretics, episode 10. Double digits. How you Double doing, digits, this? Um, I'm all right. Uh, listeners don't know this. They're still going to get the episode at the same time as usual, but we're experimenting with, uh, with an early morning record time. I guess yeah. this is literally the first thing I'm doing today. Um, 8 a.m., which, like, I guess in COVID age might as well be, like, 6 a.m. Um, yeah. yeah, man, it's going to be a different energy. But I like it. I like we'll it. I like it. it. I like it. Yeah, like but that's because yeah. you've been up for four hours at this point. Like, no, 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 it's not today. Most days, but, yeah, not today, though. Yeah, most days you were getting up before. So 8 a.m. is, like, noon. <laughs> yeah. 2, p- 2 p.m. is, like, 10. <laughs> 6 p.m. Yeah. You're panicking. It's full blown insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of crazy. You have to do some real. You have to really think about like what what exactly am I doing? But like I think it all it all works out. It all works out. Anyway, uh, yeah, episode ten. Um, I feel as though we were more hyped about it last week, but it's. I think it's still. It's still a. Uh, a milestone. You're, you're, you're not gonna do. You're not gonna do that thing. Fire in the booth. Fire in the booth. No. <laughs> Yo, nah. But I think that is in future episodes. We, I, I, we should actually get like sound effects, just like the bomb drop. Like, welcome yeah. to <laughs> Base of Full Air. Just, <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it. That was fun. <laughs> Nah, you can't. You, you gotta. You gotta space it out. You can't do that every episode, or else it becomes regular. It's gotta be something every couple episodes. Listeners don't see it coming. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta treat. You gotta treat you the people who are still out. rocking with us, man. Yeah, man. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I obviously thank you to everyone who is still rocking with us. It's. I guess ten episodes in the big picture really isn't that many. Um. But it's a start. Uh, it's. Uh, Dude. Yeah. The Apple iPods is littered with three episodes podcast, podcast man. Yeah, littered with them. The crazy yeah. part is you, you find a podcast, you're like, oh, this is so good. You check out there are more episodes, there's two episodes. <laughs> you're like, you're like, or, this, this or it's so- like or it's like, oh, the last time they posted the episode was like two years ago. You're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I missed the way. Don't I don't know, man. I, I feel like once you get to ten episodes, you're 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 in rarefied air, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like I remember I used to work at Sobeys. Um, that was like my first real job, and the turnover there was so intense that I remember like once I'd been there for six months, I was like one of the old heads. I was one of the veterans. It's like Moses, he's seen it all. He's been here this, since January. That's actually that's actually that's actually something that I always, that I always pay attention to. Eh? Every time every time I go to Sobeys and I. Uh, and I and they have like they start when they started working their like year things. I was paying attention to that. It's actually kind of crazy how like basically no one like hardly anyone is over two years. Oh yeah, because on the name tags it always says like when they started working there. Yeah, since the yeah. year and stuff. Yeah, hardly anyone. I saw this one guy the other day who I think he had started. It's on his name tag. It said he had started working at Sobeys I think in twenty sixteen. Man, his his white shirt was yellow. I'm like, bro, like, what's actually going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. His shirt, his shirt was actually yellow. I'm like, I'm like, what is actually going on? 
That's so funny, man. No, <laughs> there was one guy there. Like, I guess not to not to go too deep into the Sovies talk, but there was one guy there, um, who he'd been there since the store had opened, and he was still working the same position he'd worked like in, in grade ten. So just like the front end cashier thing. But he got so wow. many raises, he was making like twenty four bucks an hour. <laughs> wow. Well, the rest of us. This is before the minimum wage went up, so we were all making like. 14 and this guy was making like 24 bucks an hour just doing the same job you guys are doing doing the same job he did, like i think he could have moved up the pecking order and become like a supervisor assistant manager or something but he just is like nah i'm okay i'll just stay here this is good man this is this yeah. is too loud um yeah uh you asked how i'm doing i'm i'm okay uh, uh yeah it's fine Every day, every every day is a continuation of the last. <laughs> every yeah, every day is Sunday. Um, but yeah, that's about it. How about how about you? Pretty good, man. Uh, taking a bit of a break. Actually, I think the, the next episode of Basement Full Heretics, we're actually going to be in person, so that's going to be kind of exciting. Um, Yo, man, don't tip off the COVID cops, man. <laughs> man don't do tip don't them off. I, now, now they know I, where I, to find you. <laughs> I have I have the paperwork to prove to prove that, that legally there. I'm good. Um, but yeah, so de- definitely taking a bit of a break. Our next episode is going to be in person. Um, I'm just finally going like to a decent man. mic. Yeah, finally going to have a decent mic. Uh, so Instead of the last like, seven weeks, you've been broadcasting live from a toaster. It's Emil Kezi. <laughs> you know, it's actually crazy. I was, I, was, I was listening to the episode with Stephanie. And yeah. like you and Stephanie were like so crystal clear. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, I was like, I was like a muffled sound in the back. Like, like you guys were talking and, and then I'll be trying to throw my two cents, but you couldn't even hear me what I was saying. I was like, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> nah, man, we need to start a, we need to start a Kickstarter or something. Just get a meal of mic. Honestly, man, you got to take the podcast seriously. You got a full job. Get a mic. Yeah, man. I, I have an iPad, which has got a pretty decent mic, but I'm not sure how to use it properly. Yeah, that's a little peek behind the curtain. What kind of expertise, <laughs> the kind of expertise we bring to this show. Um, ten weeks in, we still don't know how to press record. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think just to, just to put a little bow on it, obviously, thank you, everyone. Um, who's been with us this far we we do have plans for um uh for future episodes there are there are some people guests that that we're reaching out to or or trying to get on the show which we think would be fun ideas um but yeah i think i think it's safe to assume that um the show is going to look very different a year from now well yeah um than it does today and, and and hopefully everybody stays along for the ride is as a as a transform and as, metamorphosizes, and as much and as much as we were joking last week about not taking you seriously, the thing is like as listeners, yeah, yeah, your input your input is actually like important. So yeah, if there's something that you want to include or something that you like or something that like an idea that you have or topics that you want to talk about, feel free to reach out to us uh, via the Instagram page, I guess, um, and we're definitely gonna try to include you. Like I, this is definitely a a labor of love so we are going to try to include you guys definitely now despite what emil just said uh back by unpopular demand (laughs) it's the headline section (laughs) uh to the 67 percent of people who voted that they would they don't want the headline section 
this is for you. Um, Here's the thing, man. <laughs> I, I, and I know, I know this is kind of contradictory, but like everything I just said. But if you're part of the 67 percent that didn't want the headline section and you're still listening, you aren't serious. So, so the thing is, we're exactly. we're just gonna go to you. Make up your mind. Be a man. <laughs> yeah, honestly, take a stand for something. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're gonna we're gonna hop into the headline section. Um, obviously, this has been a pretty crazy week uh, in terms of headlines. Actually, not really. I just, yeah, I just I'm man. just always Dude, thinking every about Megan, like that, man. Megan every Harry. week is like that. Dude, yeah. And the thing is, I, I was, um, I, I subscribed to this news thing called the Dispatch, and they send me like weekly things. And it sounds a little alt righty. Yeah, it's a little bit. Okay. Right, hey, right leaning, yeah. right leaning. But like, um, center right. They, yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> uh, they, they, um, they send me this weekly thing, this weekly like. A news thing and it seems like every week is all oh, the craziest week ever the craziest week ever like every week's the craziest week ever like, yeah i don't know i guess it really wasn't that crazy of a week i was just thinking more so about um the megan and harry interview it seems but let's like, be honest let's be honest, it, let's be honestly, honest. that news were, were you actually surprised than i expected were huh? you i no, but like people were like was were people actually shocked at like anything she said like shocked uh no no but I think it's just the fact that she said it. Like, I'm, I'm sure if you'd ask anyone, you know, how many, like, if you had to bet, are the Royals racist? Yeah, probably. But I mean, <laughs> but, you, but I just guess, I think the surprising fact is that someone actually came out and said it. Like, I'm sure people, everyone's known this for what, 300 years, the Royals are racist. But I mean, however, however, no actually said it out loud. I, I saw this comment where, like, where, like, uh, William was like, he was like, he said, William pushed back and says, there's no racism in the Royal family. Yeah. And, then, and then, and then the comments were like, were like, where like the Commonwealth would disagree, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, about forty percent of the of, of the human population <laughs> would disagree. But no, but what's actually so interesting? I was actually listening to a podcast about this from uh, the Guardian, um, and they were talking about this, and the journalist was like, she was talking about like all of her her reaction. She said one thing says one thing that she did get away that people didn't talk about was that there were certain episodes, there were certain sections of that interview where Harry and Meghan come across as really tone deaf. What do you mean? Like, for example, like when when they talk about like they talk about like them them had them uh, them having like financial struggles and stuff, and then uh, and then and then it's like oh no 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 when uh, when when I think Megan said something like oh now now that everyone's at home now 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 they all get a little sense of what she felt like in the in the royal family like the isolation and it's like are you serious like you're actually comparing like 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 you're actually saying that coronavirus gives people a little taste of like your internal health um and then like when harry was talking about how like he's financially cut off from his family and then the journalist anushka astana was like dude you're it's like in my mind i'm like man you're 36 years old like you have a, you have a bunch of netflix deals like like how is this how is this a serious concern for you the fact that i'm financially cut off from my family maybe i don't know actually i don't, I don't know if i think there's maybe might be more nuance to that um yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's simple as. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know. But that's the thing. Like like I I get on the surface how people would feel as though that maybe seems a little bit tone deaf. But I think maybe if you got into the actual details of like what being cut off from his family means, I could I could potentially see a scenario where it's more, um, serious or severe than people. Yeah, think. it's true. Yeah. It's true. However, however, 
Think about it, man. I'm just that layup, sure that, that interview, that interview was 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 pretty much a layup. The thing is, like for them, like it was, yeah, like it was like like they weren't really pressed to. They weren't pretty Did pressed you watch because it? I, I watched. I, I I listened to a reaction. I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. Okay, I didn't watch it. But like, anyway, let's keep going. Like, we, even no. though we don't know, even though we never watched it, let's let's give our two cents. No, but like, no, but like, because because apparently, was it that week? That week, um, was it that week or the week before? There were there was a report of bullying by Megan. Yeah, um, and there was that. an investigation. But like, Oprah didn't. I don't think Oprah even brought that up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was a bit of a layup, man. Are you are you team royal? Are you team? No, team, I don't. Team, no, man. No, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. But, but it was actually. You know what? You know what's absolutely questions, crazy, man. I'm just. Uh... You know what's absolutely crazy? <laughs> Megan was talking about a point where she's like, she says she's having issues, and she talked to the HR department. I'm like, that's mess. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine your family having an HR department. Like it's just like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> this stop being a family. This is a, this this is a brand, man. This is brand royal. Well, yeah, most people's families aren't also a branch of government. <laughs> but but, yeah. I, but really, they're not really a branch of government. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. At the end of the day, um, my heart goes out to Megan. Uh, seems like she was in a pretty tough situation. Um, anyone who knows me personally knows my personal feeling about the monarchy. I think we should abolish it peacefully, of course. Um, no, no, no French Revolution stuff. Yeah, the window, for, <laughs> the window for that passed a few centuries ago. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's it's a ridiculous idea, in my opinion, um, just to have kings and princes. Um, but anyway. Moving on from the fluff to the week's real headlines, um, this is another one from The Guardian. Um, Emil's actually the one who put it on my radar, so maybe you could break it down for us. Um, but the headline is, Papa John's founder says he's trying to get rid of this N-word in his vocabulary. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so in case you guys aren't so um, haven't heard the story, uh, this is about John Shatner. Uh, who is the founder and former chief executive of Papa John's Pizza. Um, so Papa mm. John's, I don't know, they've been kind of in a bit of a um, spiral the last three years, roughly. Um, first in 2018, um, what is it? Shatner came out and he said the NFL's ratings, he, he tied the dropping ratings uh, for the NFL directly to the anthem protests. And then as a result of that, for a period, Papa John's became the official pizza of the alt-right. <laughs> because, uh, I guess, yeah, they supported the flag. Um, and then as a result of that... Um, imagine, 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 imagine like the capital storming. This, this capital storming is brought to you by Papa John's Papa John's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, man. The next story. The next story is going to show you that that is actually a possibility. Um, but, <laughs> but, but yeah. So that happened in uh, 2018, and then what was okay? This is actually this is this is parody beyond belief. But right after that event, he had a conference call, which was a pretty much a media. Was they're doing like media training to prevent like any future dust ups or blow ups in the media. Um, yo, 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 before you go into this, before you go into this, remember that episode of the office when, um, when they do like sensitivity training and then like, and then, and then the guy comes in, he's like, oh, let's talk about, and then he's doing the sensitivity training for the whole office. And then he's like, and then, and then, uh, and then Michael's like, why are we even doing this? And the guy's like, Michael, let's go outside. And he's like, Michael, to be honest, 
the sense of your training is just for you. Just for but you. The, yeah. yeah, no, it's, you know, it's just for you. But because we want to embarrass you, we're making it a, a company-wide thing. I'm just imagining like, they're like, oh, we need to do some sensitivity training just for you, but we're going to make it a company-wide thing. But really, it's just for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, it might as well have been that. Like, I think it literally was like just him and, and this one uh, PR company are on the call. And remember, this call it was designed, this was in July 2018, but it was designed to prevent any future um, any future uh, scandals. And he says the N-word on the, <laughs> on the conference call. <laughs> um i guess to give context how did that how how did that get out man because i would imagine i would imagine those kinds of calls would be quite confidential because it's literally training like like yeah how did how did that honestly get out i think well okay the way he phrases it is apparently a lot of the people on the board are just kind of looking for a reason to kick him out of the company that's how he phrases it but i wouldn't be surprised if there were if there was a few people in the room who just didn't like him (laughs) and were recording it and like he says the n-word it's like well Hate to do it to your brother, but <laughs> it's time to leak this. But anyway, yeah, on the on the conference call, um, yeah, it's kind of it's it's not the best. It, I think I think he the the context where he used it is he said like Colonel Sanders said the N word and nobody canceled him, um, so I guess he wants to be held to the same standards Colonel Sanders and and nothing less. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, after that he was kicked out. Um, but yeah, this is a more recent headline, the one I just read. Um, where the founder said he's trying to get rid of this N word in his vocabulary. Um, can you can you fill us in a little bit on it? I think he was he's doing an interview with OAN, right? Always reputable. Yeah. Um, one American News Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I, what's the name? I think from what I heard. So actually, the joke was I obviously uh, Mill didn't read an article. <laughs> no, 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 no. I read the article. Um, okay. So okay. the thing is, okay. so initially, I actually first came across a story from a student of mine. The student of mine was showing me a whole bunch of Papa John's memes. Like, like you know, like you know that like, there's a meme of like a, a, like one guy like waking up in the middle of the night with like night sweats and like tripping out, and it was like it was like the Papa John's guy. And then I was like, "What's going on?" So we're just laughing and stuff. Then I looked it up, and so apparently the Papa John's guy was like, he's like he's been working very hard for the last twenty months to get. No, I said, "What is it?" I haven't said the M word in the last twenty months. Like I've been, months, I've been working. Months, yeah. 18 months. I've been working very, very hard. I did, I did, I've been working hard. Oh, yeah, it is 20 months. Sorry. Yeah, he said, he said, <laughs> he said, for the last 20 months, I've only had three goals <laughs> to get rid of the N word in my vocabulary. <laughs> Figure out how they did this, like how they took him down and, and kicked him out of the CEO and get on with my life. So, three goals, and one of them was to stop saying the N word. <laughs> Which is actually jokes because we're like, it's almost like, two years, like, people. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, if someone told me right now today to never say the N word, I, I would not, I would not make this a goal of my life to stop. For 20 like, months. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's just like the goal of your life. But that's right up there with, right up there with, word. right up there with getting on with my life is to stop saying the N word. <laughs> which is, which is crazy. Cause it's just like, how, how, how much were you saying it to the point that this has to be like a targeted goal of your life? Yeah. <laughs> like no no the thing is like i don't think i don't like like right. if you actually look up the memes it's actually hilarious like like it's actually ridiculous yeah i i, I personally haven't looked up the memes but um the story itself is just uh is just high comedy um i think obviously <laughs> i don't know there, there's probably a more nuanced social commentary to be had about this 
Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna be the one to give it. Uh, <laughs> 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 my big takeaway is. I'm just stunned at the fact that it's taken this bad this long <laughs> to get the end. Yeah, like, like you like, said, man, he must have been in the depths. <laughs> like, like, like I'm imagining, I'm imagining like some sort of therapy. The thing is, like, I'm imagining like some sort of therapy to help him stop seeing the with I'm like, are you serious? It was that intense. Like, it was that intense. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, again, just for anyone who doesn't know, obviously, Papa John CEO is not a is not a black person. Um, yeah, wasn't Peyton Manning at one point? <laughs> even if he was, job? though, it would, even that would still be <laughs> twenty months, people. Yeah, yeah twenty <laughs> months, like targeted, targeted, like work. Like, here's the thing: like, I, I, I cannot imagine. Like, I can't think of any black person when you like told them, "Oh, don't say, stop saying the N word." They would need to make that the focus of their life for like the next twenty months and stuff. Samuel Jackson would have an easier time. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, like I don't understand that. Like I don't actually understand that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Race is getting racist. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is the official podcast for the John Shatner watch. If there's any updates in in his progression, um, you'll th- this will be the first place to hear it. Um, see, anyway. no, see, see, the weird the weird part is that he can never, ever, ever, ever announce him him progressing through that. No, yeah, because it's not an achievement. You can't come out and say, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, everyone." Yeah, I can't- yeah, hey, hey, John hey, Shatner, been, white man. I've successfully years. stopped stop saying it's been, it's like, it's been 10 it's years been, of not saying been, the N-word. Like, it's like, dude, what? Why you are you saying say, it? You, you can literally say it's been 50 years since I said the N-word. I'm like, why? Why? Like, 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 I'm just imagining, like, you know how, like, like you know, those, like, he's ticking off a calendar every day, like, oh, one more day, yeah. one more day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no victory to be had here. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving on from that, just because uh, we just thought it'd be an interesting story. Moving on to our next headline. I think it's going to be the last one for this week because uh, the topic for the Heritage Corner is, is a pretty good one. Um, you may have missed this, but um, this is a big one. Um, it admits all the Harry and Meghan drama. But uh, the Michigan State Spartans, the Michigan State University, um, they have announced that the basketball team will now be, call- will now be called the, the MSU. Basketball football. Basketball team, specifically the basketball team. They will now be referred to as the MSU Spartans, presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> um, that is now uh, the new team name. Um, it was, yeah, it was announced, I believe, earlier this week um, that, yeah, uh, they are now going to be called the MSU Spartans, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Um, to give a little bit of reasoning why they might do this, why they decided to do to do this? Um, apparently, the, D- the Detroit Free Press um, has reported that the, that the athletic department was set to lose seventy five million dollars due to COVID nineteen. I guess, like you know, not being able to fill the stadium and things like that. Um, so things got a little was desperate. It, uh, wasn't yeah. Michigan State? Wasn't Michigan State like one of the most <laughs> successful basketball teams? Like, weren't they the ones with uh, they're, they're Jalen Rose and all those guys? One thing, guys, Jalen Rose and all those guys. No, no, that's Michigan. I think that's just Michigan University. Um, Michigan State, okay. yeah, that's a different one. Um, but, in okay, the, the article that I'm reading, it's from Yahoo, um, Yahoo Sports. And they do make a, a pretty interesting distinction, I guess, um, kind of going to, to soccer, which is a sport that me and Emil are more familiar with. But, like, the whole idea of team names 
also incorporating sponsors it's not unique there like there are teams um in europe like red bull salzburg which is owned by red bull but the name of the team is actually fc red bull salzburg or yeah. red bull leipzig uh, which is a yeah. team in germany uh also team see. In, okay, I, oh, but no, I, I also team in the mls new york in... red bulls i was just gonna add yeah. that so it's all just red bull but <laughs> i actually i actually don't think like i was telling, i was just thinking about this man basketball had this basketball doesn't even understand the pandora's box that they're opening because the thing is like with soccer, it starts off with that. Then it becomes then it becomes authoritarian regimes trying to use your team as like as like a, a tool. A shell company. Yeah, yeah. Russian, like, Russian oligarchs hiding their yeah. blood money. Um, in <laughs> the, your thing team? Like, <laughs> yeah. the thing is like there is there's a soccer team that you may, I don't know if anyone knows like PSG. PSG is literally just like an entity designed to make the Qatar government look good. <laughs> the thing is like yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a PR, like, it's a PR vehicle. <laughs> yeah, like like. Yeah. like the, the Houston Rockets are going to end up being owned by Mohammed bin Salman and stuff like like hey, 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 don't hey, hey, don't don't talk about Mohammed bin Salman. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, for real, for real. You like, never want to mess up a sponsorship opportunity. Oh no, 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 but, but nothing, but nothing I said or our lives. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, nothing, nothing I said, nothing I said makes Mohammed bin Salman looks good and look bad, look bad. And I just want to make it clear that we are not, we are not criticizing the Saudi regime. So I just want to, yeah. just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it is definitely um, uh, it's a good point there when you talk about the Pandora's box because I know like we said we're we're soccer fans like mostly and sponsorship has been a big thing in soccer like even on jerseys like the whole idea of having, like a shirt sponsor across the jersey sleeve sponsor been, yeah but that's that's been a thing inside in of the shirt sponsor that's what I was gonna talk about because the thing is like only recently you've seen um, I think yeah really basketball they started to put sponsors on the shirt. And as a soccer fan, you look at this like, you don't know where this ends. Like, we've literally, like, my, my favorite soccer team, FC Barcelona, a couple of years ago, they announced that they had a sponsor on the inside of the shirt. Like, the part of the shirt, which no one sees, there was a sponsor. Is it Dell or Intel? Intel, or Intel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was so, like, like, so, like, really... so when, they, when, they score, when they score a goal, like, it's, they're legally, they're, they're, like, contractually obligated to throw the jersey over their head so that so that someone, so that people can see the Intel logo. Stuff. Yeah, it was, that was, for me, that was, like, peak, like, we've, this has really got out of control. But for me, I think the most the most significant part of, of this MSU story, I mean, should I say the MSU's part is presented by Rocket Mortgage, is that this is, I, I feel so this, okay, if, if, if you, if you were previously unsure about whether or not college athletes should be paid for what they're doing, um, whether they should be doing it, you know, for the love of school and just for, for you know, the collegial spirit of um, playing basketball or football and, 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 and risking their, their health um, to not get College paid. basketball is not that bad. I don't know, but still. But still, at the end of the day, these guys, they're, they're still, they have incredible money-making potential. And because of rules and regulations, yeah. they're being told not to do it. And some of them, some of them, a lot of these guys aren't, aren't coming from affluent backgrounds. Like, they could use this money now. They might not make the NBA. Other yeah. people don't realize a lot of college athletes don't actually end up playing professionally. So this like two, three, four year window is the only time they're going to be in the public eye and they're being told they cannot get paid, even though they play on a team called the Michigan and the, the MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Like it's it's so clear at this point that, that these athletes are just being royally screwed um, um, uh, and being milked by this corporate machine, which won't give them... Uh, any sort of compensation. I don't know. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Like this is actually, this is, this is peak comedy. Um, which is, which, which is actually <laughs> wild because it's just like, Oh, they're, they're students and stuff. 
But the thing is, yeah. where else, where else in this world do you, where else in this world do you get away with not paying someone because they're a student? <laughs> like, 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 where else in this world does no, that like work? student, yeah, student internships or whatever. Yeah, but okay, okay I guess. But, like, that's... but even those, like legally, an unpaid intern <laughs> isn't supposed to do the work of a paid intern. Yeah. Even though that gets violated all the time, but um... yeah, like, like you know, you know those internships. <laughs> Remember a couple of years ago when we were looking at that internship with that like. Uh, that, that Christian music record label, they're like, come to Atlanta, work, uh, work, da 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 da, like work with all work these. Work ninety hours um, a week. They work ninety hours a week. Uh, there's a little disclaimer: find your own home, <laughs> find your own, uh, find your own accommodations. Yeah, pay for your own food, food accommodations. We won't pay you. Move to Atlanta, though. You might not be from Atlanta, but somehow end up here <laughs> with no income. Um, you get to hang out with Christian rappers. That's good. <laughs> no, nah, rappers who are ra- rappers who are Christian. <laughs> oh yeah of course um, <laughs> yeah but anyway I, I remember i just saw this story and, and it made me just a little bit annoyed um my feelings towards um the setup of college sports is, is very similar to my feelings about the royals it's just here's it's the thing just, man here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing i understand i understand i i share i share your perspective but i've never quite understood the anger that people have over it like just anger well, no, because I think I think the most egregious example is football. Like, like you literally have these these young men, you know, breaking down their bodies and their brain and all these things. And the thing is, you it's and it's like it's not like there's no money to be had. College sports makes incredible amounts of money. Like it's it's like they make they make like the money that's made in college sports is comparable to professional leagues. Like the the coaches are making millions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The schools are making millions. Yeah. Um, the executives are making millions, and literally. The only person not getting paid is the person that people are here to watch, and the person who's really but, putting everything on the line. But if you, but if you, um, do you think? Do you think? Do you think if if they if they had those rules where they allowed high school players to go straight to the pros, do you do you think most? Do you think? Um, do you think there'll still be players who would take the college route? Yeah, because dude, you remember even when the NBA draft allowed that, it rarely ever happened. Like you had to be a generational talent to go from high school to. To, so to so pros. so most guys so did. but then so but then and but then, and and, and, and the NFL but, but that never aren't, happened. Aren't the players? No, There's no eighteen year old that can go play in the NFL. You you have to Dude. you have to grow. Like I I, I, I was saying, Adrian, Adrian Adrian Pearson could. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. It's it's going to be a case like you know, are you the the LeBron James of your generation, the Michael Jordan, the Kevin Garnett? Like most eighteen so, year so, olds, so, they need to so spend two, three years in college before they. So can so 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 but. Like I, I I get what you're saying, but then in a way the players are gaining something from that from a college experience. Yeah, but but they also they're also you know they also they also stand to lose more. Yeah, I guess. And but then, but like, but but you think about it, you think about it. Like the thing is, like think of full scholarships. The thing is, like most of these guys, like like on a let's say on a team of like how many players on a basketball team? Fifteen. Okay, let's say on a team of fifteen basketball players, like even say a school like Michigan, Michigan State, like if they if they have a really good batch, maybe like six of them are going to make the NBA. The thing is, if if um if a bunch of them are on full scholarships, they get a full scholarship. Um, they get a get a full scholarship. They get to play at a high level of basketball. They get to be incredibly popular at the school. Is that not is that not a good setup for them? Like, like the well, thing, the thing is, the option. Would you rather do that or make five hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, sure, but no, but but the thing is, but the thing is, most of those, like a bunch of those guys, like well, listen to a podcast about this. But a bunch of those guys, if if it wasn't for the Zion Williamson on their team or some some other guy on their team, 
no one, no one paid to watch them. The thing well, yeah, is, yeah, but that's the same with the NBA teams too. Most of, there's very few NBA teams where people come to watch every player from one to fifteen. Like they're only no, it's, for a it, few no, stars. It, it's, it's no, it's true. However, however, in the NBA, the thing is like people have drafted you and they've literally quantified your talent. They, they, they say this at this level, at this level, you add something. Well, same like, with like, college. This, a I, lot of guys can't even make it onto the MSU bench. I guess. Yeah. Honestly, man, you've really surprised me today. First defending the Royals, now, 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 now coming to bat for the NCAA. No, I'm not even coming back to the NCAA. I'm just all I'm saying. It's these all right newsletters. <laughs> yeah, man, it's David French. Bro. <laughs> it's these email newsletters you've been getting. They, uh, the free market, the free market, slowly just slowly just creeps up on you and just consumes you without even you knowing, man. Yeah, man, it's, it's an invisible it's... hand. You never see it coming. Just. <laughs> Just grabs you. Just yeah, jokes you. You jokes you. You sleep. Eh? When they talk about the invisible hand, just comes jokes you. You sleep. Oh man, if only I. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder what percentage of the general public, when they say invisible hand, actually know, actually have get reference what you're talking about. So I wonder what percentage of economists know what they're talking about. No, but no, no, but just no, but just like the reference when someone says the invisible hand. Yeah, people get it. I, mean, I, I I feel as though we have a very uh, learned learned podcast audience. We got we got people. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm talking. I'm just saying the general public. Oh yes, the groundlings, yeah, the our, ruffians, our, yeah. the ruffians. Yeah, our 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 our, our podcast, our streets. podcast, our podcast is not a sample size of the general population. We we serve we serve an elite class of people. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> like 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 I remember. Okay, just side side thing before before we go into the the the, the episode for today. Heretics Corner. I remember I was talking to Moses yesterday about this, and like it's so funny because um, I was I was I was listening to a podcast. We're talking about like milk getting delivered to people's houses and stuff, and I was and I was like, literally, I was telling Moses every time I hear people drink milk, I actually am kind of shook because the Barbaric. thing is, yeah, because we've got so used to like, and the thing is, even before I like, even before I, even before I, before I went to veganism, like our, our family literally stopped drinking milk like maybe over ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like we just we just been drinking almond milk, and I as part of me just thought like everyone just drank almond milk. <laughs> well, obviously not. The milk aisle was still full. Um, but on it wasn't. It wasn't even our idea. Like our mom just kind of forced it on us. But yeah, it definitely has come to a point where like, it. I mean, yeah, I'm always surprised when I see milk. I'm like, whoa. But no, but 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 it. But it just seems like in my interaction, with people. A lot of people drink almond milk. Like just, I just thought it was like almost like. Yeah, like I'm always kind of shook whenever I hear people like there's there's people who are still just pouring milk into cereal. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> this might be the this might be the Instagram question. I know we're gonna talk about weightier matters um, throughout the episode, but this might be the weightiest. <laughs> what kind of what kind of milk y'all drinking? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, are you out here sucking the teat of a uh, of a cow or or drinking almond milk, oat milk? Who knows? Anyway, oh, we're going to oh, move no, on. Nice. Never had it. We're going to move on from <laughs> uh, headlines, uh, giving you guys um, the the most important stories of the week um, into the Heretics Corner. We're down! It's times like this, I wish I were a religious man. It's all over, people. We don't have a prayer. This week's episode title is obviously canceled in the basement. Um, hopefully that isn't a self-fulfilling prophecy. And uh, 
<laughs> and there is a podcast after this <laughs> after this week. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and, and I think and I, and I think we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this uh, dabble in this a bit. But even even what you said, the idea of like, oh, there's no way podcast. The thing is, you like it sounds kind of crazy, but I think like you're only canceled if you if you accept it. <laughs> because because like you can be canceled and just like keep pumping out content. Well, it depends. It depends. Like I think. Yeah, most of the time that is the case, unless it's like super egregious. Like think of someone like let's say Trump even or like Alex Jones, where you you're so effectively canceled, you're just taken off of those platforms. Like yeah, like, yeah, like, YouTube like, is like you can't post. Yeah, the deep platform. That's the I think that's the most um, intense manifestation of it. Or I guess like Bill Cosby being imprisoned. But yeah, <laughs> um, like like literally, 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 <laughs> unless unless you are banned from the internet or like put in jail, like you only cancel if you accept it. Yeah, but that's, isn't that like anything? You're only no, fired no. if you accept it. Well, I guess not really. You can't no. just keep, <laughs> you, you guys just keep showing up. Like, like, every day, you just keep showing up. Like, <laughs> I refuse to accept it. I'm going to keep coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess maybe that also speaks to what exactly being canceled is. Um, um, and I don't know. I, I, I don't want to start with the, with the definition as, as always because we always do that. Um, but yeah, obviously we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about cancel culture. Um, yeah. it's, we're okay. We're, we're obviously, we're not the first people to talk about this. This is a conversation that's been going on, I guess, in the wider zeitgeist for years now. Um, first, Yeesh, that's a big word. Zeitgeist. Who actually says that? Okay. Keep I, going, keep going. I, I say it. it's a fun <laughs> word. Look it up, man. Zeitgeist is a great word. Dude, um, when you say zeitgeist, all I think of is those like 2006 World Cup Occupy balls. Wall Street? No, those 2006, oh. balls, that, that six World Cup balls. I think they're called they get zeitgeist or zeitgeist on it. Honestly, man. I mean, you really got really to focus on, on making references. People understand. Who, who apart from us remembers the 2006 World Cup ball? A lot of people watch the World Cup. It's the largest sporting <laughs> event in the world. <laughs> I guess, maybe. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, obviously, you know, cancel culture, it is a topic which has been discussed and debated, um, for, by plenty of people for a long time. And honestly, it was something which I, I thought about doing an episode on before. Um, but I, I, I was hesitant to do it just because I felt as though maybe I just didn't know, I just didn't want to have a conversation that had already been had, um, Mm. Um, but then, uh, but then I compromised my morals and, and my standards dropped and, and here we are at episode 10 <laughs> and I don't know, but honestly, I, I feel as though that there, there is a, a good, a, an important conversation to be had, um, about cancel culture and maybe even, um, more specifically, like what it says about just generally as a society is the way that just the way that we engage with, with, with ideas that we don't agree with. So I was actually I was actually listening to a podcast um, about cancel culture on Sun on Monday last week, yeah. and they were talking about how like what is it? Cancel culture is literally like as we cancel culture as we know it is literally something that has been created in the social media age. Well, as we know it, but that's the thing. It is older than yeah. that, but yeah, okay. But you yeah, want to expand on that. No, because it talks about how like essentially someone like is denied like online opportunity. That when you think of cancel culture. Because I think I think social media and stuff have given everyone a platform, but I think like when people talk of cancel culture, it's the idea that you are going to lose your platform, which is like which is crazy because we almost we almost live in a world where we feel like an online platform is like a human right. 
<laughs> like, 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 it's my right as a human being to have an online platform, yeah. and I'm, that's gonna get taken away from me. And so, like, you're denying me my basic rights. Yeah, and I, I think it's also pretty. It's pretty amazing to see how quickly that became a reality. Like twenty years ago, that that wasn't even a consideration. But now it's like the idea of of having a Twitter mob come at me is like the worst thing that could ever happen. Like, you know, beyond having my like limbs cut off or something like that. Um, I, but here's the thing, like, I, I, and I think we're going to touch on this. I, I'm not sure if people actually understand how free speech works that well. Do you? Uh, yeah, I, I know, because here's the thing, because people are like, oh, um, when you, when you, uh, when, when like Twitter, when Twitter, when Twitter cancels my account, it's violation of my free speech. I know mm-hmm. that it's really not, because the thing is, you can say whatever you want. There are consequences that come with your free speech. And the thing is, Twitter Twitter is not Twitter. Twitter is a company, and if, if what you're saying is hurting their bottom line, it's also within their rights to cancel you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but I, I think I think the response to that is that a lot of people have pushed forward. Is that a lot of these social media companies should be regulated like public utilities, like they should be treated as public utilities um, because they're so essential. Because like it, you know, it at, at this point, you know, having an internet access is. It's obviously not not as important as you know having access to food and water or whatever, but it is almost like an essential part of life. So um, I'm saying that human rights thing, man. It's yeah, literally like <laughs> yeah, and 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 so some people do make the argument. I don't know exactly where I fall on that one, but some people do say the make the argument that like having access to things like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google, um, it should be treated as like a as like a right rather than a rather than a privilege mediated by a private company. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I guess kind of to get our I think we're maybe getting a little bit ahead of ourselves and, and maybe just to introduce the conversation a little bit. I'm not going to define what cancel culture is because everyone's talked about it to death. And if you're listening to this and you don't know what it is, just type in Google. Or just no, we'll, you'll, you'll figure it out as, as, as the episode goes along. All, all um, you have to do, all you have to do is use a social media account to say the most inflammatory things you can think about. And you will personally know what cancel culture is. Yeah. But if nothing happens, then uh, sorry, man. I guess uh, no one's really looking at your posts. But yeah, yeah, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or the stuff you said in the past is so is so beyond the pale. People, people have got used to it. Like, yeah, yeah that, that's definitely the camp meal falls into. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, oh I guess just 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 to, just to kick off the conversation, I just I, I just wanted to ask you what is. Like, what's your view on cancel culture? Like, I guess having seen, you know, cancellations play out and having, I guess, listened to, I know you've listened to different podcasts and conversations and, and debates about cancel culture and its merits. Would you say on its whole, it's, what is it? Do, we, do you think it's something that's a net positive um, or overall negative? Is it necessary? Um, what, like, what, what are just your general feelings on, on the dynamic that we've come to call cancel culture? I think I think it's interesting that generally speaking, when we, and we're going to talk about cancel culture in the church and stuff, but I feel like cancel culture historically, um, well, recently, it seems like the the newest version of cancel culture, from what I've noticed, has been really really pushed for like by progressives, like a lot of like more progressive people like it, because in a way, it's it's almost like it's almost like this is a tool that we have to finally get back at all these powerful people who have been beyond us, like who have been just getting away with flagrant stuff, and now we can finally come for them. And so I feel like I feel like it's so interesting that, um, like right now, you think of cancel culture, you think of something like conservatives hate, and progressives love. Um, but 
I, I personally, I personally feel like the idea that I can just get a mob and deplatform someone because I disagree with them. As much as, as much as I previously said, um, these companies are, are private companies and do whatever they want. I just feel like that mindset is so unhealthy. The idea that just because you say something that I don't like, you need to be wiped off. We need to be wiped out. And I, I, I should be able to see you. And no one should be able to see you because what you say offends me. Um, I just feel like it, it, it puts us into a place where the public conversation or public discourse is so unhealthy because it's the idea of like, I want to build my camp. I want to build my echo chamber. And if you're outside of the echo chamber and outside of that camp, and I don't like what you're saying, we're going to come together and cancel you and just t- take you out, which is, I just feel like it's just mad on health. Okay. 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 But <clears throat> let's, let's just do a little bit of like a, a thought experiment. Can you see, um, can you imagine like a positive angle on that? Like, can you imagine what the, what the argument in favor of cancel culture would be? Yeah. When, when, what would you imagine that to be? Like the thing is there, there are opinions and views out there which are actually dangerous. And so the thing is, if, if what you're saying is actually dangerous and actually like, and, and, and I think, I think it goes into the whole thing of like hate speech, like, like they're saying, saying stuff, which is saying stuff, which is racist and racially charged is not illegal. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's when, it's, it's when, it's when, it's when your words, it's when your words begin to motivate and incite violence. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and, and, and I think like, and I feel like, yes, um, cancel culture, like, for example, this, let's use the Donald Trump example, right? Like, so this is Donald Trump, him getting kicked off, like, uh, all these social media platforms. I personally was not a, was not supporting. I was not like on, yeah, yeah. I was not like cheering on, uh, canceling Donald Trump, uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, I just feel like it gave, it made these social media companies look moral when really they weren't. It made him look like, oh, we finally took a stand. I'm like, yeah, this man's been saying the last two weeks of his presidency. Yeah, <laughs> to kick him yeah, off this, Twitter. This man has been talking this stuff for four years, and, and, <laughs> and you and you're finally doing something. And like, yeah, I I I definitely I, I I'm not going to give them brownie points for that. And I definitely I remember Angela Merkel was talking about um, how like in the West, if if the West, if 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 Western um, politicians are praising this. It puts them in a bad place because what happens when Xi Jinping or Vladimir Putin is censoring people and shutting them out? Like you can't say, "Oh, don't do this," but you guys, do you guys did this and you cheated on when it happened to the president? Um, and so, but in that in that same vein, I, I I I feel like if you are if you are a if 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 what you're saying is like actively going after people and endangering people, yeah, I, I definitely feel like we should we should as a society look to look to silence you. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so when you say when you say silence, you even mean like going as far as the whole deplatforming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Okay. So then, so then, okay. So, so you make an interesting point there, and I, I, I agree with it. Um, that like you know, let's say, like racist or negative language, not even just racist, like sexist, just pre- prejudiced, bigoted language. Let's say yeah, bigoted speech isn't illegal. Um, yeah. like I, I don't know if we should start. Um imprisoning people for it and and you make a good point there because i i think i think it's maybe something which which maybe people don't talk about but the thing is once you set a precedent like let's say for example we were to pass a law where it's like if you said anything racist 
or you said anything yeah if you said anything like overtly racist or offended you could be in prison i mean people people there might be some you know section of the population which cheers that on and thinks that's a positive thing um are you frozen again no oh, okay yeah there might be some section of the population that's like cheers that on thinks it's a positive thing but it's just incredibly short-sighted because it's like how do you know 20 years from now the the tables aren't going to flip and suddenly you mm. have a government in power which thinks that your your opinions which you currently think are progressive and compassionate they find those offensive <laughs> and suddenly and suddenly you're being in prison and i think a perfect example is like literally look from the transition from obama to trump the thing is the 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 leadership structure can change very quickly um and the perspectives that are in power can change very quickly and i think it's dangerous to have um the the frameworks or the structures in place to start to start behaving illiberally um okay but that being said and so pretty much what i'm saying is i i agree with you on that point so then what should so what should the response be to like racist offensive bigoted speech which isn't let's say it's not inciting to violence but it's clearly um insensitive and prejudiced because yeah we agree you shouldn't Um, imprison people for that yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my my personal view, and um, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe I, I know, I know. It's easy. It's not easy to replicate that over a social scale, but like presented by for me Papa as, Jones. No. Yeah, yeah. Because like, and here's the thing. Like for me, for me, um, I this is something I do as a teacher, and like some people might be like, "You're actually messed for doing this." Um, I teach, I teach like social studies, so like we talk about like current events, social issues, political issues, and so on. My my general atmosphere is that. In my classroom, you can say basically anything. Like you can, like, like, like you can, you can, uh, you can, you can bring forward some of the some concerns that you have about LGBTQ plus rights. Um, you can bring up concerns that you have about uh, Black Lives Matter. You can talk about how um, trans the transgender movement you feel has gone too far. You can talk about how. Um, essentially we're entering an age of black supremacy like you can talk about all that because because my thing my personal view is that when you um in order for us to in order for us to to work through and address social concerns we have to talk about them because if you create an atmosphere like for example i've I've experienced as a teacher if you create an atmosphere where people don't feel like they can talk is they're still going to hold those views it's just it's just those views are going to be left unchecked and they're, they're going to be left unchallenged. And so my thing is that if, if you really want to, if you really want to challenge and talk about views that, that, um, that, that fall outside the norm, you have to allow people to say that stuff. Like, 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 I feel like our first reaction should not be to silence people per se. It should not be the trigger reaction. I feel like the trigger reaction should be, let's, I want to hear exactly what you're saying. And I want to talk about this. Like I was, I was talking to a student, dude, and this sounds absolutely mad, but as a black guy, if a student came up to me and said, Mr. Ryan, why can't I say nigger? Mm-hmm. Said that, not the N word. He said, Mr. Ryan, why can't I say another explicit my, my... episode? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If a kid comes up to me, a white kid comes up to me and says, Mr. Ryan, why can't I say nigger? I'm not even going to go to the office right now. I, I No, I'm not going to do that because I want, let's talk Can't about this. Box them up. Yeah, let's go right outside right now. Let's go. Let me show you exactly why. <laughs> let's go off school grounds, and once we're off school grounds, I'm no longer Mr. Because I'm just a meal. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. But that, but that's an example. Like I personally feel like we need to be our, our initial reaction should be more so discussion rather than like silencing. But that's also assuming. But that's also assuming that this person is willing to enter into a discussion. Like, like if you've been a, you like you've been on Twitter. Twitter, it's a dumpster fire. Like there's people yeah, on I'm there. I'm not who, on there anymore, bro. Okay, but but you you've really seen enough of it to know to know what it's like. Yeah. And I mean, it's a dumpster. Like there are people on there. Um, who? Yeah, they're 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 not interested in, in in talking with you. They're not interested in having a conversation. And so, like, yeah. or let's say, or let's just say, or let's, let's say, a celebrity. Someone's making some like a video comes out of someone wearing blackface or something like that, or or a video yeah. comes out of someone saying like the n word, like you know, with their friends or whatever, like some actor, musician or whatever. So then what? So the, then in, in that context, where, like, how do you respond? Because because you. I, okay, okay, although okay, I, I agree okay. that the that the scenario you're giving is very idealistic and what we should all hope yeah. for is the yeah. opportunity to have conversations with people the reality yeah. is that's not always going to happen okay well i think i think what should the reaction be here's the thing if you want to live in a democracy you have to accept that that's going to happen What's that people happen? are free that people are free to offend you okay because 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 even the thing on, is even on private platforms yeah Okay. They're they're, go, they're going to face the consequences of that, but they're free to offend you. Because mm-hmm. because because here's the thing, man. And like, yeah, yes, the the thing I said is incredibly idealized because I have a relationship with those people. But the thing is, we live in a democracy of millions and millions of people. The thing is, the same freedoms that allow me to go to speak up for black justice and like speak up for like racial justice and speak up for for black people. That's the same freedom that allows people to offend me. And the thing is, I can't, I can't pick and choose when I want, when I, when I think free speech is should be accepted, when free speech should be shut down. I feel like we have a legal system to make sure that if my speech becomes, uh, because starts to hurt people, then there are consequences to it. But just like just saying stuff that I don't like, saying stuff that I find offensive. If I want to live in democracy, I have to accept that people are going to say stuff I don't like. Because the thing is, think about this: we, we live in a time where the statement "Black Lives Matter" is so, generally socially acceptable. But there are some people only who, only the last like ten months that, that, that yeah cover no but there are some people that the statement Black Lives Matter to them is racist to them literally it's racist Terry Crews there are there, there are some people there are some people to whom the term Black Lives Matter is is oh it's white it's black supremacist um, it, it undermines white people do you genuinely people. believe that like when people say that do you think they actually believe that in their hearts of hearts I think Terry Crews does. Like, so you think, like, you get him, like, privately, you know, he's just, like, no cameras or anything. He'll be like, I feel offended. Like, when someone says Black Lives Matter, I feel the same way I would as if they said, like, white power or something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. And, I don't and, know and, if and, I believe and, that, and but okay. No. Yeah. no but, 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 the thing is, but the thing is, I know people who, I know people personally, black people, who look at Black Lives Matter as a, as a, as a divisive and dangerous movement. I know, I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But right. I just mean saying it's racist. Like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 but like, no, but to them, it essentially just perpetuates racism because mm-hmm. it, it, okay. it, it pits black people against white people. And the thing is like, and the thing is, and that's what I'm saying, to me, it's cool. And I'm like, oh, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, to someone oh else, they, you know, to someone else, they don't like that. And so the thing is, we live in a democracy. We have to be allowed to do this. We have to be allowed to offend other people. Okay, okay, and and I I know I'm not really giving my view, but I'm I'm just kind of interested, I guess, in in, in 
and I guess investigating kind of what you think. But you mentioned there consequences. Like you did say that, like, you know, people should be able to say what they say um, and then face the consequences of it. And I've heard I've heard the argument put forward that when people talk about cancel culture, especially people who who are in the camp of saying cancel culture isn't actually real. Yeah. Um. You know, they, they and 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 I think there's there's a lot to be said about that. Like, I think there's there's quite a few celebrities who, you know, they're put through the spin cycle. Um. They get the media. They get they get the media attention for a few weeks. They maybe put out an apology or or they just lay low. And then eventually people move on. Like Jimmy Fallon was canceled, but was he really? He still has a show. Scarlett Johansson when was canceled. Was he, when was he canceled? For what? Um. Remember, people got mad at first when he when he like was all buddy buddy with trump back in 2016 but also he did jimmy he, fallon yeah but also because he did um blackface like, really? back in the day on um i don't remember on yeah, snl yeah exactly but this so that's the thing he was canceled but that didn't really that didn't really stick scarlett johansson was so, canceled, so, 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 so he was getting justin trudeau so he, was, he was he was getting canceled because because he was friends with trump no but no that, that that's that's a more minor thing the bigger thing was that a video came out of him doing blackface on snl in like uh early 2000s or something like that um and like yeah like that was it justin trudeau he did black like it came out that he did blackface and brownface and then a few months later he was elected prime minister for a second time and i remember someone said like the only people who really against did- the brown man <laughs> yeah you know, honestly um, <laughs> i guess um, the brown man who wears a turban he still beat him yeah and 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 I've heard someone say like the really the only people like who have really been canceled. I'm sure there's more, but I mean is like what Al Franken, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Like those are the like those are the only people. Has Kevin Spacey really been canceled? Yeah, he's Kevin Spacey is he's in the great beyond now. Well, like he's not dead, but I mean he's just out here making these weird Facebook videos of him like walking around in parks doing um his house of cards character it's really this like disconcerting yeah 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 actually 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 one of my friends sent me a video that week he said it was the scariest thing he's ever seen yeah kevin spacey <laughs> yeah, i don't know what's going on with him but yeah like like literally it's just like him and al franken um but literally everyone else i mean weinstein i guess yeah but, but that i think that's different because those people actually committed crimes like it's like and they're in prison well kevin spacey, is r kelly is r kelly spacey committed crimes I don't know. <laughs> Better get ready. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, but people talk about this cancel culture. It's not actually real. And in reality, what you're seeing play out online, or I've, I've heard it phrased. I don't know if I totally agree with it, but I've heard, I've heard it put forward that this is, this is consequence that you're talking about. You yeah. say something which people don't like. And so now yeah. we're deciding that because, because we don't agree with your views, we're, we're, we are deciding in this free, in this free market, in this free society that I'm not going to engage with your content anymore. I'm not going to stream your music. Yeah. I'm not going to watch your movies. Um, yeah. I'm going to unfollow you. Um, yeah. And you know, and you're free to just, do that. Like, just I, a good I, measure. Like, I'll, I'll shoot a couple of tweets calling you a racist homophobe. Here's, here's um, the thing. If people do so that, then, the thing is like, because the thing is like, let's let's even think about on a smaller scale. Like I've had I've had people on like Instagram and stuff who were posting stuff I didn't necessarily want to see anymore, and I just mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not following you. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to interact with your stuff anymore. I guess I'm canceling them, but like. I'm just like I, I I just don't wanna see your stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So then so then so then would you say then that that much of what we call council culture is really just consequences for ideas that people don't enjoy? Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. It's just large scale. It's just it's just those consequences. Because the thing is the thing is So then what's I've... your issue with that though? What? So then what's your issue with that? 
what's my issue with what? Well, no, because I because I think so far you 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 generally frame cancel culture as like a negative thing, but if if what it is 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 really just people facing consequences for for putting out an unpopular no 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 my or is your no, issue with specifically with deplatforming? Yeah, my my issue is deplatforming people. But mo- but, the, but very few people get deplatformed. No, but and 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 that's why and that's why and that's why I said, for example, like, um, what? Hold on, hold on. Now, now I'm getting got confused. You, got bro. you spinning, son. Now, got you spinning, I'm actually son. getting confused. You I'm actually confused. You don't even know what's actually know, going on, coming? bro. Like, like, like okay, you know, let's, let's, like, let's like, you try know, to get like, you out of this. <laughs> no, like, like you know, you know that Mr. Krabs, you know Mr. Krabs thing when the world is shaking. Yeah. And like, like, what is actually going on? I'm actually so confused right now. Well, what are you confused about? No, like I, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know. You don't know what, don't what you know. believe anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I'm mad as shit. I'm actually, I'm actually so confused. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. While I gather my thoughts, while I gather my thoughts, do you t- tell, tell me, what do you think? What do you think about? Do you think are you a fan of cancel culture? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it for now. I was thinking we, we should put in like a little ad break, like. Like basement heritage will be back after these messages. Then just play like the elevator music. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually like <laughs> my Gil, world is actually shaking. While Gil I, sorts I, himself I actually, out, <laughs> I actually don't know what's going on. The thing is, what 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 are my feelings about it? Um, I think it's I think it's interesting. I'm. I think just to give like the one sentence summary, it's like, no, I'm not a fan of cancel culture. And. <sighs> oh, I remember the... what I said. I remember what I said. I remember what I said. Okay. That's great. Let's just, let's okay, just go no, back to what going. you were thinking. No, 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 no. Keep going. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. No. Cause I, I remember, remember what I said. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I said, no, my thing I, I said, I said, it said in a, what is it? In a democracy, people should be allowed to say whatever they want. There are consequences that come with that. Yeah. Um, and I said, and I said, and I said, I said, if people, if people are are, are presenting a real and present danger to to society, uh, we have a legal system to deal with that. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I know that. So what, why why do you want to bring that up again? No, I because I, I I just remembered. So so I saw so so the question was, do you asking me? what why i don't like cancel culture was that your question no no you know man honestly you're actually you're still spinning man no what what i was saying is if cancel culture is really if if, if what we really call cancel culture is people facing the consequences of their speech like and that's the thing because the thing is most people aren't deplatformed most people um they still get to go on in, in the social media universe but I mean, yeah. if if people are just facing the consequences, so you know, people are deciding not to stream you, or like a a, a movie co- or, or like a um, a company is deciding not to work with you anymore because of things that came out, which is the, which is their right. They do have the right to mm-hmm. do that. And so the yeah. question is, like, wh- I was asking. So then, what is your issue with that? If people are really just facing the consequences of of their actions and their speech. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so basically, my issue, and as I said. I think I, I think the term cancel culture is kind of limiting. I think my issue is that when you say that like no one should be allowed to say stuff that I disagree with. Okay, so when people get like on a level where they say I want legislation. That- yeah, like they they they, they like 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 no one no one should be able to say things I disagree with. And so my thing is that if someone says something that's inflammatory, like what is it? 
the universe, I was going to say universe will come for them. The thing is, they're going to they're gonna get their comeuppance. Uh, I, I just feel like you, if you can't say like, oh, we're going we're gonna to set rules by which people are going to talk now. I feel like that's, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah, that, and that's actually something I'm, I'm meant to touch on. Um, uh, on that. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit later. But I know, I know specifically going back to maybe my my issue with it, and I I I, I totally understand the whole consequences argument. It, it it makes complete sense to me. I think just my biggest issue with kind of where we shifted, um, in terms of the you know the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, that that time I said it intentionally. Um, but <laughs> trying to let y'all know, I I'm college educated. Um, but <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree. I have a bachelor's, <laughs> not officially, but, um, but anyway, my, my, my issue with that is more so, I just, I just find that, that we've come to a place which is very disingenuous. Yeah. And, that, and that's my biggest concern. Cause like, it's not even, it's not even a case anymore of like, of like necessarily being concerned with protecting vulnerable people or, or, or respecting people, but it, just from my vantage point, from my point of view, it just seems to be very, what's the word? Malicious. It's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like a race to see who can get more, more offended by someone else. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and I, I think even, even some of the stories that we brought up, it's like, you know, people, people getting mad about, you know, cartoons that were made 40 years ago or, or the most disingenuous one is like when you see someone just out of nowhere, like, and it, it's so random sometimes you'll be just sitting there and then out of nowhere, there's going to be a new cycle. It's like, oh yeah, hey, look at this tweet this guy put out 12 years ago. It's like, what? It's like, why are we doing this? And then it, and, and, and sometimes it blows up. Like, I think a perfect example is the whole Kevin Hart situation with the Oscars a couple of years ago, where just so, out of nowhere, it, all they say is Kevin Hart's going to announce the Oscars. Okay. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, sure. Biggest comedian in the world. He's going to host the Oscars. And then out of nowhere, people start bringing up tweets from like ten years before where he said homophobic things, and like people, could, people aren't allowed to grow. Like where there's no space. Yeah, for people and, to grow. and 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 that okay, that was that was one example which I think really bothered me um, was because, and I'm not saying Kevin Hart handled it perfectly. If you go back, he 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 did a a pretty horrible job, um, but but the the reason that bothered me is because he had apologized for for those tweets a while, like like several times since then. And and anyone who'd watched Kevin Hart's you know comedy or followed him on Instagram like in the last couple of years would know he's not a homophobic or at least he's the, or he's not homophobic or like, that's not the kind of uh, uh, persona that he's putting out there. And so it was like this this whole this whole outrage cycle just seems completely fabricated for the purpose of let's just screw over a good thing for Kevin Hart. Mm. It's it's not really about it's not really about. Um, it's not really about actually, you know, protecting, protecting gay people, um, or 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 holding Kevin Hart accountable for anything because he's already apologized for these things. It literally was let's just screw this over for him. Let's just screw this over, and and it worked. He ended up not hosting, and I think a lot of times, like the the dynamic that that, that I see is really just people looking for what's the what's the what's the like what what's the chink in the armor where I can just attack someone. And and just bring and just bring them down and bring them to their knees. And a lot of times, I think yeah. obviously people are attracted to to attacking powerful people. But I think the bigger effect that it has on us as a society is that even if you say cancel culture isn't real, and even if everyone recovers, Kevin Hart recovers, Jimmy Fallon recovers, Justin Trudeau recovers. Okay, that's I I agree with that. 
I think the biggest effect is the chilling effect that it has on everyone else. Because I know that mm. I don't have like the social or economic capital to recover in the same way that Kevin Hart does. Yeah. If for some reason, when you type in Moses Dikezi, the first thing that comes up is Moses Dikezi is homophobic. I'm not going to recover from that anytime soon. Mm. <laughs> I'm really not. Like, I don't have a body of work that people can look back on and say, oh, no, no, he's actually very different from this. And so, and so what I think the reality is, is on a wider society is I, I can think of this many times. There's a lot of conversations. There's a lot of spaces where I feel scared about bringing up certain conversations or scared about bringing up certain things. Because I know if I say anything wrong here, it, a hammer is going to be brought down on me. And the thing is, it's not as if I want to say anything crazy. I just want to say something which doesn't perfectly fit into, into the, into the, the socially acceptable like political political frame. You know, what's 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 actually so interesting is is I remember I was listening to a podcast, um, Bible Babes of Banter, and they were talking about one of the guys was talking about like how whenever he's in a clubhouse room and someone brings up like starts talking about like gaslighting and like those trigger words, he just leaves the room. It's just yeah. like I I I ain't gonna be here for this because he's like <laughs> I'm gonna say something and some people are gonna say I'm perpetuate I'm perpetuating the violence. <laughs> I guess I guess this community. I'm like oh my goodness, I'm finished. Yeah. And, 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 and the issue with that is I know, and I, I can't remember what exactly you said. You were talking about how, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, but the, there's something you said before, which, which brought this to mind, but there's this quote from, uh, from 1984, which is like the official novel of, uh, of, 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 of the last two years. <laughs> no, I was going to say dudes who called themselves classical liberals. Um, they all, they all read 1984. Um, and talk about things being Orwellian. So I don't know. It's a little bit played out, but I, I think <laughs> classical <laughs> liberals. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're just an atheist Republican. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, um, there's there's this quote from there where it's like, um, um, "The revolution will not be over until the language is perfect." Um, and if you've read 1984, it makes a little more sense in the context of the book. You have this dystopian society where you have this like. Um, where you have this like uh, surveillance state. It's literally where the term big brother comes from. But you have the surveillance state, which watches everyone and enforces like very strict, like, you know, people have to talk a certain way, behave a certain way. Um, and any deviation, you pretty much get uh, killed. And so, and, and that's the context of the book. But but that quote, I think it's so applicable because I think we've come, we've come to a place where no one's really exactly sure where the line is anymore. Like we know that we should all just generally be very like progressive and liberal or whatever, but yeah. we don't know we don't know where the line is, and and so you could accidentally let a word slip and you don't even intend to, and suddenly, you're 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 alt right or you're oh, oh, oh. okay yeah yeah you I'm know sorry. you know this actually I no, no. no no this this actually this actually reminds me of something that we just talked about and I've actually been thinking about it for the last like five minutes. Because you talked about the Kevin Hart thing and how, like, oh, essentially, um, first of all, people are not allowed to grow something you say at one time. You, it's, we're going we're gonna to hunt you with it forever and ever and ever. In a way, and I know this sounds mad, and, and, and you can disagree with me. In a way, is that not what's happening to Papa John's guy? What do you mean? Explain. Because we were we were joking about, like, it was, it was a jest about, like, how, like, basically... He could, he could have never said the end of 50 years, but we're never, we're never going to forget. Yeah. So, like, in a way, have are we doing the same thing to him where we're like, we're like something you said a while ago, which which is crazy. 
Um, it, the, the fact the fact that you're even trying to stop saying it, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold that against you. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you could make that argument. Yeah, that is exactly what we're doing too. And I think I think that maybe that speaks to kind of bringing in the the, the faith element of it. Um, maybe we're not going to get exactly to like the, the church's specific role in cancel culture. Maybe it's something we talk about in future episodes. Right, uh, j- j- just, just, just make, just make a blanket statement. Just make a blanket statement. No, I, I like to, <laughs> I like to actually give an uh, <laughs> idea, whatever I can. Um, but, uh, but, but, but I, I think that, I think that that, that does kind of go in, into a little bit of the aspect of, of, of. How the okay the general spirit behind cancel culture, especially like you know the malicious one, and that's the thing. Yeah. I don't. I, and that's the thing. I, cancel culture, like anything, is a very complicated, nuanced thing, and I yeah. don't think all aspects of it are bad. Um, mm. Like 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 people like let's say for example the Me Too movement, which was um, probably I guess one of the most visible examples of it. I think you could include that in cancel culture. The dynamics of it were very similar to what we would usually describe as cancel culture. And but, while but, I, but but the thing is, the Me Too movement. I don't think Me Too movement was just focused on like. I, I think the Me Too movement was literally focused on like putting putting sexual predators in jail. Yeah, but no, not always, because not all of them are in jail. No, and no, no, but but no, but I think but I think yeah, that was the goal. Well, no, but that's the thing. But the thing is, you don't need a Twitter mob to put someone in jail. Like it was, yeah, obviously that would have been an ideal outcome. But it was also just mostly about exposing it and just putting it out there and saying like, oh, this person who you thought was this, this, that is actually in reality. A sexual predator yeah but no but, but what, I, what i'm saying by that is the thing is like like for example if you say if you say someone is racist right if you say oh this person says racist stuff uh they're gonna they're gonna be they're, they're likely gonna lose a lot of supporters they're gonna maybe lose contracts but if you say someone's a sexual predator i think i think the objective of that is literally to get the justice system on them yeah maybe i don't know i, 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 I don't agree or disagree with that statement but I, but I think overall, just what I'm saying is, I think the like the Me Too movement, on, and I don't think it was perfect. Like there was some there were some things about it which I thought were a little bit sus. But overall, I think it was a net positive. I think yeah. it was a good thing to like you know get some of these people. Some of them ended up in prison, or just or just give a a full picture of exactly who Matt Lauer is, who Bill Cosby is, who Harvey Weinstein is. And I think going forward, I would hope that you know hollywood executives are going to be aren't, aren't going to be as flagrant or as predatory um in their dealings with people i i would hope that that, that that's an that's an effect it had so here's the thing so i'm not saying cancel culture is always bad and i also think uh-huh. i also think sometimes it's used like i was reading just today about how governor cuomo was talking about how like i won't bend the knee to cancel culture um you know with all the sexual assault allegations coming out about him and i think it it has recently become something which people um, used to make them the victim in a scenario, oftentimes when they uh-huh. have been victimizing other people. And I think yep. that, that's another thing which has to be taken into account. It's like, you don't want to lose sight of who the victims are in these scenarios. But there's other examples and there's other cases where, I don't want to call it a victimless crime, but it seems as though, it, going back to the whole thing, it seems as though the intent is not to teach someone. It's not to... Um, it's not to hold someone accountable, especially if they committed something criminal. It's yeah. not to protect anyone, but the the purpose literally seems to be, I'm gonna bring you down, and I just want to ruin. I just want to ruin whatever you have going on. Or you made a misstep, and now I see an opportunity to maybe, 
get clout for being um, the the defender and the warrior and and the person who brings down hateful, racist, homophobic, sexist people. And I think that is when you get into that. That is that is the malignant side of cancel culture. In, yeah. in, in my opinion, yeah, like for clout, man. And yeah, and and I I think the the Papa John's story. It's interesting you bring that up as an example. And, and like, like I said before, I think that that malicious spirit it's runs so. It it just it's just it's just it it's just. It stands in the face of, of I guess the redemptive ideas of, of Christianity and faith. Yeah. Like you yeah. think, for example, like you think, for example, of someone like a like a biblical character like Paul, who literally mm. made a living murdering people. Like people, like I know we, we, we talk about in church about like oh you know Paul used to be Saul, but you don't realize like when you really sit there and think about it, he murdered people and he murdered people that he eventually used to that and he would end up preaching alongside people where he might have murdered their mom their aunt, their cousin, their brother. Sorry, everybody. Another another, um, another bit of uh, technical difficulties. Emil, using that um, bootlegged Wi-Fi. That's what you get. Um. <laughs> like, literally, literally, people who listen to this episode must be like, Emil, what kind of life are you living? <laughs> the, the, the thing is, using, using public libraries for social media, yeah. spotty internet, like, heck. Poverty will do that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, um, yeah, what was I saying? I, was, I think I was, I was talking about the example of Paul, but I, I think just to capture the spirit of it is I think, honestly, and now that I think about it, I think there's there's so many other things that we, we, we haven't really, I think we really only like touch the surface of the conversation. Like I think when you talk about cancel culture, you just have to talk about like the way social networks are set up, like the profit model and how they they make money off of outrage in a way because that, you know, increases engagement increases. And so they're, they're oriented towards encouraging that, that type of reaction. Um, I think that's, that's something which is significant or just, or maybe even the more puritanical elements of cancel culture. And I think me and you've talked about it before, but how a lot of it kind of mimics like almost like um, cultural revolution, conservative conservatism in like the seventies and eighties. But I don't think people really want to talk about that. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think there is definitely more to, more to be said about it, but I think, I think the, the biggest concern with cancel culture is obviously the malicious aspect of it. And I think as, as Christians <laughs> about to make a blanket statement, I guess, but as Christians, yeah. as Christians, I think we are called to maybe ad- adopt a more redemptive attitude towards things. And so it doesn't, mm-hmm. and so I don't think that means necessarily not protecting people or allowing people to incite like, you know, violence or, or use hateful speech. But, but like you're saying with the Papa John's guy, 50 years from now, you know, Miley Yiannopoulos comes and says, you know, I've had a change of heart or Donald Trump comes and says, I've had a change of heart or Alex Jones. Well, I don't know about 50 years for Trump, but I mean like Alex Jones comes and says, I've had a change of heart. We're kind of called to accept that, yeah. Um, and 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 in the intermediate, and like celebrate that, and like yeah. celebrate that, and 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 in the in the in, in the intermediate, that's something that we're supposed to hope for. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Anyway, it's so, difficult. It's yeah. What are you gonna say? I think it's so interesting because you mentioned that because like there's that verse in First Corinthians where it talks about the love that you love the love thing. It says love believes all things, hopes all things, which I think is quite so. 
contrary to like cancel culture because we almost like to believe the worst about people like someone says something and we'd like to automatically assume the worst intentions about them but like jesus calls us to like believe all things and hope all things and love people even and it, i expect uh when they do something that is hard to read err on the side of good intentions mm-hmm. yeah and i i think that's that's the biggest difference between like what we're called to do and the dynamic that we see play out where it's like you, 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 you give the least generous interpretation of people's words um, rather than the most generous. Um, So yeah, I think, I think, I think there's definitely a lot more to be, to be said about the conversation. Maybe, you know, I'm trying to think maybe there are some topics where we will leave out the headline section. Cause I think this is maybe an episode where it might've been nice to have a little more time um, at the top to really get into it. So I don't know. We, we love headlines. And then, then and then we end off the episode by the fall. Like, you know, like, they're not, you know, that uh, Senator McCarthy, the following people have to be canceled. Start reading off the names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be, um, yeah, that could be a recurring segment. Um, and those listeners, one day you might hear your own name on that list. Um, but anyway, <laughs> okay, all right, you're back. <laughs> Dear right, Lord, one more jump. Hey, obviously, obviously, Emil, we need to. We need to start a Kickstarter for your mic, for an internet connection, um, for. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, okay. So I think actually, we'll actually, wrap- actually, the, I think the problem was I connected back to the internet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we'll wrap up the episode there. Um, I think there's definitely more things to be had. Like I said, maybe in future episodes we'll we'll pick and choose our moments for headlines. I think when maybe when we see a story which is particularly compelling, um, we'll, we'll 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 use it then. Um, we'll see. Like I said before, the podcast is going to evolve, um, and so it's it's going to change from week to week until we until we get a formula we really like, we really we really enjoy. Um, so yeah, I think that's all for this week of Basement Full of Heretics. Um, it's all for episode ten. I think we made it through without without saying anything, you know, cancel worthy. Um, and so hooray for us. But uh, but yeah, just thanks to everyone who's who's been with us um you know for the for the last 10 episodes and, and hopefully uh hopefully it's gonna be a lot longer um as always you know make sure to follow us on instagram uh subscribe to the podcast you never miss an episode leave some ratings and reviews on apple podcasts and uh let's uh let's take this thing to the top um, yeah man all right Emil, do you want to say thank bye? you thanks guys uh stay safe um and have fun yeah and uh hopefully Emil gets get some better internet um take care everyone much love